take my hand. Now, open your mind to me. Please. Open your mind. Open your mind. Open your mind. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB, normally every Saturday from 3 to 6. Today I'm on till 7. Our schedule got a little juggled around because... WSB is covering the red state event where Republican candidates for the presidential nomination are here in Atlanta making speeches, getting together. There's a tailgate party tonight at the College Football Hall of Fame. And uh, Donald Trump was supposed to speak at that event. And Eric Erickson, who runs Red State and this event, it's his event disinvited him because he was offended by a comment that Donald Trump made. And what happened was uh, Megyn Kelly was one of the moderators at the Fox debate Thursday night. And she kind of went after Trump a little bit. Other people were also attacked, but Trump was attacked twice with a one-two shot coming right out of the chute. And one of the things was she said, Given that the Democrats will attack us for having a war on women, how do you explain these awful things that you say about women, fat pigs and this and that? And he he came back with a PC. He said, uh, well, I don't have time for PC. And besides, I only say that stuff about Rosie O'Donnell. And Megyn Kelly was like, no, you don't. And he's like, I know, I know, I don't. And I, but I don't say anything like that about you. And I could because you're mean to me. Basically, I'm paraphrasing. So this... After the debate for a couple of days now, this debate was Thursday, there's been a lot of like waves and hullabaloo. And what uh, one of the things that created a big storm, why Trump got disinvited from tonight's Red State event was he was in a CNN interview and Don Lemon, who was running it, I think he was baiting Trump. But Trump said Megyn Kelly was out to get me, whatever. She had blood coming out of her eyes. She had blood coming out of her wherever. So a lot of people found that offensive. It would take me a while to read the gross stuff into that, that people are reading into it. I, my mind never goes there. I can really use vulgarity like a sailor, but actual gross stuff I never think about. So I didn't understand that they were people were thinking that he was saying she was uh, hormonal and couldn't handle her emotions or whatever. So I did investigate a little bit to see if that's really what he meant. And when I saw the YouTube video of the CNN interview, two minutes after he said it about Megyn Kelly, he said Chris Wallace had blood pouring out of his eyes too. So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt on this, but the campaign did not handle it very well. They did not give Erickson a response that uh, would put this to rest in a timely manner. There wasn't a lot of time. If you want to make up your own mind, maybe I'm wrong. I mean, it's quite possible that he really did have that thought. But if you go to my website, MonicaPerezShow.com, you can see the entire thing. And I've got a couple of markers in there. I have got a lot of great calls about this. People's uh, opinions have been really varied and across the board. I'm reading tweets at Monica Perez Show. And uh, I'm going to just rapid fire with the calls because I want to get everybody's calls in. Normally, I dig deeper. But uh, but today, I think it makes sense for us to just uh, try to get as many people uh, their opinions out as possible. So um, give me the rapid fire. I'm going to Pat in Snellville. Hi, Pat. You're on with Monica. Thank you. Uh, enjoy listening to you, Monica. I'm Just so glad to, to hear that, Pat. statement. 
the other night uh, when the debate was on, I kept watching it for the after show. And the after show, they had a little uh, uh, three 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 parties there, you know, talking. And uh, Chris and Brett, you know, they stayed with her for a few minutes. And then guess who her last uh, interview person was? Debbie Washerman Schultz. Really? Can you tell me why she gave her like a prime spot with all those people watching. I didn't see that. What did... Oh, yeah. She was the last one that she interviewed. And what did she she say? What did Debbie Schultz say? Do you remember? I I got so upset when I seen her bring her up there. Yeah. I didn't write down anything she said. And I want to go back. I don't know how to go back and pull it back up. Uh Oh, those things are difficult. You could get the whole debate, but maybe the after show would be a little tricky. I I got to say... I I thought I got the sense that they were they were reading from a script and some of the comments I read afterwards, some of the articles I read said things like Trump was floundering. They had him on the ropes. And I and I, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, maybe I have bad judgment or what? Maybe no, I'm just I don't, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I, I didn't think, think. all uh, I, I think she went after him. I and really I thought did. they tried to get to him and they didn't. He had a good ex- he had good answers. She for everything. and uh, Debbie were sitting there. Uh, giggling like two teenagers. Ugh. You know, that makes me more offended on yeah, behalf absolutely. of women. And I, but I was so furious about her giving her time. You know, what was she doing there? Yeah, that, this is another thing. You bring up a good point. Is I have noticed from the beginning how the media have handled this Donald Trump thing. He has put his hat in the ring before, at least suggested it, and he never got media attention. Ron Paul was absolutely blacked out. They would skip his name. They would just put a poll up, and you would see Ron Paul polling well, and they would literally skip reading his name out on the air. These guys know what they're doing. They're giving attention where they want the attention. Now, why? Why do they want it? Is it as simple as boosting the ratings for that debate? Because it was a reality show and it got big, big ratings. I don't know. But if they really wanted to shut Trump up, just turn his mic off. They can do that. And they and they do it all the time. I'm going to Larry in Washington. Hi, Larry. You're on with Monica. Thank you, Monica. Uh, Eric was disingenuous to start with because he made out like he left Trump off the list and somebody accidentally sent it out. Then he came on and re-sent it with with, uh, Trump's name on it. Yeah, I think there was some back and forth before that. I don't know what the backstory is there. And I I knew Megyn Kelly was going to be the it when she started. She always is. Whether it's a Democrat or Republican, she's always got to be the it. What do you mean, the it? The one, the one, the center of attention? The star of the show. You think she is driving that, or is is Fox driving that? Well, uh, I think it's a big money because Russia said it on Friday, and he said they thought he was going to tell the uh, the uh, other contestants to get go after Trump. They said, well, "Oh, it was, that's." Uh, Funny that you should say that. I was flabbergasted that Rand Paul spoke out of turn twice to attack Trump. It was crazy. I mean, I, I, Rand Paul's the only person who even pays lip service to libertarian principles, which I care about so much. But that smacked of, you know, that was just weird. I don't want to say it was a setup, but that was crazy to me. 
So that was something that I thought was kind of strange. And it plays into this idea that they were going after Trump. But in my opinion, he completely held his own. It was perfect. It kept me riveted to the show. I had to watch it anyway. But normally I just have to hold my nose. But uh, but this was good entertainment. I'm going to Joe and Lilburn. Joe, you're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. I agree with your comments about the fact that I felt like they were coming on too strong with him. And I'm a nurse, and I felt even offended by Eric and the station continuing to play things about her their, her time of the month. Yes, that's um, the only thing that I would say. I really, I'm not going to criticize these guys for exercising their freedom of speech, freedom of your own property, your own events. I really have no problem with this debate at all. But, and I am hardcore. I'm the youngest of nine. My father is a truck driver. My mother is a practical nurse. I, if anyone, should not, not mind that kind of language. And you're a nurse. I don't like it. I don't either. And then they um, went on to say that he got a standing ovation when he announced that he was disinvited from the Red State Gathering. Well, what would you expect? He was leading in the polls. Of course, none of the other uh, candidates would want you know, him to yeah. have his input there. So it's, it's a self-selected group of people who would feel that way. But I think I actually thought he got um, some mixed responses. I think if you listen to the audio that they play to their credit, they play the audio itself. And you can hear, I think there's some people who weren't super happy about it. Yeah, yeah. And in addition, um, when Kasich announced uh, a couple weeks ago, Eric Erickson came out and said that if Kasich was the Republican nominee, he would stay home. Yes, I think he has <laughs> policy issues with him. It's probably the Obamacare thing because right. Kasich took, and I actually tried to investigate on Kasich because he took the Obamacare money to expand Medicaid or whatever. And yeah. uh, and I and I, my argument is always if you're a net taxpayer, if you pay more in federal taxes than you get back, then you then it's not immoral for you to uh, engage in those federal programs. But it's very hard to get to the bottom of that because there are a lot of like defense contracts and stuff. Federal money is buried in other things. I'm not holding it against Kasich, though, because even if he's just a good administrator, he balanced the budget in Ohio. He uh, he reduced taxes at the same time, which is like impossible to believe. Practically, he increased the number of jobs by a lot. Three hundred and fifty thousand. I mean, if you're just looking for a good administrator, I don't think you should write him off. But I do think their dispute was a policy matter. Right. Right. So. All right. Thank you for calling, Joe. I'm quickly going to go to Greg and Austell. Greg, uh, what do you got? Monica, it's an honor to talk to you. Thank you. What I'd like to know is why they gave Krispy Kreme Christie and John Kasich so much airtime. Oh, you think John Kasich got a lot of airtime? I have a theory about Chris Christie, but what do you think? You th- oh, maybe just because he was in Ohio? It I was in Ohio, and he's the governor of Ohio. Yeah, I heard too much from them. I didn't hear, hear enough from Ted Cruz, and, and Ben Carson disappeared. I thought maybe... Uh, Christy ate him or something. <laughs> oh. Well, I don't want to make fun. Uh, actually, Christy lost a lot of weight, which is hard to believe. I have a theory of why Chris Christie was there. Well, I mean, they said that it was about polling. So the top 10 who polled were the ones who were there. But I think they can also really manipulate those polls. I think they're giving Carly Fiorina a lot of press because they want her in the next debate. They want, uh, you know, the chick, whatever. 
So I feel like there is some manipulation there. I felt strongly that Chris Christie was there uh, to beat back Rand Paul because they did go toe to toe on the only real issue that was discussed on stage, the only real policy platform problem that the Republicans have. And that is that there's a lot of people out there who really care about the Bill of Rights, all 10 of them. And uh, everything from the Tenth Amendment, which reserves everything from gay marriage to uh, education to the states, all marriage to the states, to the Second Amendment, to the Fourth Amendment, which requires warrants for wiretapping. And uh, and Chris Christie was was arguing with Rand Paul about that. I thought that's what Christie was doing there. I'm going to go. I'm going to take a quick break. And then um, I'm going to go to James, who thinks that Trump doesn't actually even want to be president. I wonder what he thinks is really going on. Going to James next. 800-WSB-TALK. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's going to be a bit warmer tomorrow, Sunday, mostly to partly sunny with a high of 94. Stay tuned to WSB. Weekend weather brought to you by Shoemate, the official air conditioning of summer. And I'm going to take this uh, opportunity quickly to give away the WSB McDonald's Weekend Prize Pack. It is a pair of tickets to see stand-up comedian Jim Gaffigan on Sunday, August 16th at Chastain Park Amphitheater, produced by Live Nation. A pair of tickets to see country superstar Luke Bryan in concert Friday, August 21st at Phillips Arena. And a pair of tickets to see Art Garfunkel in concert on Friday, January 29th, 2016 at the Buckhead Theater. So the first person to call will get that great prize pack, 404-741-0750. Those are our numbers, but we are talking about uh, Donald Trump. I'm uh, on every Saturday from 3 to 6 normally. I'm the Libertarian on WSB. I really, if I didn't have somebody who is even remotely uh, remotely Libertarian, I just would vote just, you know, for whoever was running on the Libertarian ticket, just to register my protest to the liberal fascist center. <laughs> like, that's how I always just am not going to be forced to vote for the lesser of two evils. But that all said, I, uh, I, I wasn't as horrified by Trump when I actually dug into it as I thought I would be. Because growing up in New York, he really was always bombastic. He was clownish. He did have four bankruptcies, three wives. I mean, this is just not somebody I would take seriously. And I'm a pretty serious person. I like to have my fun. But like for political philosophy, I'm like as serious as a heart attack. (laughs) It's really bad. Um, And uh, but but if you're just looking at the field, I thought it was good to have him shake things up. I thought he could handle himself on his feet. But I just got a tweet from Philip saying, because uh, I had said that, I thought he did fine in the debates. They were coming at him with all guns firing, and I thought he stood his ground. So Philip said, I guess I watched the wrong debate. Trump's answers were either just points or answers that made him sound like a lobbyist. Now, that is something about him that's crazy, is that he thinks that... He acts like uh, it's he talks about himself as a huge cronyist and then doesn't doesn't even apologize about it. And that is and that is the truth. So I guess that's a good thing. Like, I guess honesty is better than dishonesty when it comes to that. I don't know. So let me know what you think. I am going to go to James in Atlanta. Hi, James. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Yeah, I have a theory about uh, Donald Trump. 
Donald Trump has a, a relationship with Clinton, and I think Democrats, they do know that they're in trouble, and Donald Trump is, is the guy um, to go in a, a run as a Republican, but really he's not a Republican, and soak up the super PACs and split off as a third party, maybe, then split the vote and pave the way for the Democrats. You know, it's actually when you when you mention that, and I think it through, I, it is quite possible that he is the only one who really could give it to Hillary in in one of two ways: either the third party thing, which is an obvious way to split the ticket, um, the Republicans. Well, but if he were the if he were the Republican candidate. He would never, I don't think, ever get moderates or any kind of Democrats. There was, uh, he would actually lose some Republicans. So I, I do not think that he could beat Hillary, whereas I kind of think the fix is in, and Jeb and Rubio are going to be the Republican candidates. And, and uh, JQ tweeted me saying he thinks this is a setup to get the super boring Jeb Bush to have some momentum. I think that, that isn't too cynical. Well, and if he was running for prison, he was serious about it. I don't think so. He'll be making the comments that he's making right now. To And you have to be suspicious when media gives him all the attention. I totally agree on both points. He he wouldn't be saying that thing. He's not stupid. You think he's stupid because he says that stuff. But when you listen to him, he is absolutely not stupid. He's quick on his feet. He's articulate. He's well thought out. Not, not well thought out. He says this stuff. But his answers are rational, coherent, and on point. You might not like them. And he flip-flops all the time. But he's not an idiot. <laughs> so he might be a jerk, but he's not an idiot. And the fact that the media gives him so much airtime. Look at me. I don't even normally talk about this stuff. And I'm giving him airtime. It's just, uh, it, it, oh, it makes me wonder if they, the, the memo came down, like, talk about Trump. I am going to Nicholas in Stone Mountain. Hi, Nicholas. You're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. Um, if we can give someone like President Obama a chance, to represent the country, I don't see why we can't give someone like Donald Trump who is so articulate and so real, because that's what we want, someone that can represent us. I've you think, here. okay, yeah. do you think Donald ahead. Trump represents, who do you think Donald Trump represents? Let me ask you that. He represents America because, first of all, he built his wealth in America. Most of his wealth, he made it in America. So I know that he has a passion for America because he loves America. His family and everyone is in America. I don't know. He seems very self-serving to me. You know, well, like he just would betray. I think he betrays people. He betrayed his wife. Well, nobody is perfect, Monica. I agree. No, I agree. I'm not holding that against him, but I'm only okay. disputing. Like you, you're actually giving him credit, which is one thing. I won't, I won't, I don't, I think that he's just, uh, at best, a pragmatic um, capitalist. He admits being a cronyist. He says what he does is what's wrong with this country. But I, I, he does seem sincere in a way because he's so honest. And, and that's something I can get my arms around. I know. And he has a lot of ideas that can fix the country. And that's what the American people need. Well, I'll, I got to tell you, 
I haven't. I feel like to the extent he has he has popped off on ideas here and there. He because he flip flops on the basic position. I wonder if he's really serious about that. If that's stuff he really plans to implement. He said he would bomb the crap out of the Iraqi oil fields, uh, sell it off to Exxon in shambles, and put a ring of soldiers around it to beat back the Iraqis who want to take their oil fields back. And that seems like a plan. But is it a good plan? Is it a plan he's actually going to execute? Is that something he just said because he was asked the question? He just is an off-the-cuff guy, which is what we're discovering. Right now, Monica, I've talked to a lot of Democrats in Stone Mountain, and everybody likes his ideas. Really? Because we can't. Trust me, I've seen a guy that was Democrat for a whole long, and I asked him who he thinks would be the best president. And he said, Dono, that surprised me. I'm really surprised by that because uh, I would have thought the way I see the Democrats, the left, they tend to, I believe, think of themselves as rather intellectual. And this kind of bombastic hit you over the head with a sledgehammer approach, I think, offends their image of themselves, you know, but maybe you are talking about real grassroots Democrats and not the guys on TV like uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who Rose in Buckhead is going to be up next. She's going to tell us about uh, Megyn Kelly's interview with Debbie Schultz right after that debate on Thursday. So stay tuned. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. I am the Libertarian Voice on WSB. Every Saturday from 3 to 6, normally. Tonight I'm on till 7 because they move things around for the red state event where the Republican uh, candidates for the nomination, most of them, are here in Atlanta. Uh, And the big news today was that Eric Erickson, who runs the red state uh, organization, disinvited Donald Trump, who was going to be the keynote speaker at the evening's tailgate party. And uh, I just got so the reason he did that was that Donald Trump had said uh, about Megan Kelly's attacks on him during the debates. He said she had blood coming out of her eyes, blood coming out of her wherever. And people thought that was like offensive and meant something. I don't. He said similarly a couple minutes later about Chris Wallace, he had blood pouring out of his eyes, too. So I'm going to not take offense at that. I always try not to take offense rather than take offense, but it's a free country. Thank God. Donald Trump can say what he wants. Erickson can have whoever he wants over and they can deal with the fallout. I just got a tweet, though, from Baker saying, how can you possibly give credence to media Bush cabal, the media slash the Bush cabal promoting Trump? They talk about it for ratings, just like you're doing. But I'll tell you, I actually don't get ratings. At least nobody tells me um, what I understand. Weekend shows or super late at night or whatever. You don't get the ratings. I've never seen them. I What I pick to talk about is uh, if I think something's really important, like this year, the trade Pacific Trade Agreement, I thought was the most important thing. I'm going to talk about that, even if nobody knows what the heck I'm talking about and has to just listen to the whole show without calling. But I also talk about stuff if there's something people really want to talk about. And I will tell you, this show, what I'm doing right now, this topic, I have never seen more calls than I have now. I am actually literally blowing through calls so everyone has a chance. And that was really why I 
did this. So I'm going to keep doing that. I'm going to keep blowing through calls. I should be able to get to everybody. I'm going to try to do it in order. I always, always try to do it in order of uh, how long people have waited. And I've done that today. So I'm going to go to Rose and Buckhead. Hi, Rose. You're on with Monica. Thanks, Monica. You do such a great job. Monica, there's so many implications, it's hard to know where to start. And I thought that Debbie Wasserman Schultz came on right after. Um, but then I started thinking uh, Charles Krauthammer was on and Ann Coulter, and I couldn't stomach listening to them. But what Debbie Wasserman Schultz, I, as I recall, she talked about he was a misogynist. She also said that Rand Paul was against the Civil Rights Act. And that Rand Paul fact- did did say something like that once, and I think mm-hmm. like Gar- uh, Barry Goldwater objected to that particular Civil Rights Act because it told private property owners that they couldn't discriminate. So if you want to go tell Eric Erickson who he can or cannot have on his property, that's what why people. I, I really have never heard of anybody else object to the Civil Rights Act, but I I'm pretty sure that's what Rand Paul meant. But if she's throwing that up, she I'm sure did not discuss the reason that that particular legislation was different from previous civil rights acts. But, uh, yeah, keep going. So I don't know if she, I don't remember if she did that or not. It was was so I'm sure she did Um, not. Megyn Kelly is such a caricature, and she let her go on ad nauseum that they didn't mention the Civil Rights Act and that it was the 50th anniversary, or they did not mention women's health. And, Monica, I think it all leads back to money and to having Hillary Clinton elected president. Donald will break off to the third party, and Hillary Clinton will be president. See, I think that, yeah, I mean, I can definitely understand that interpretation. Taking Trump as a third party would put Hillary in the White House. But I really feel like Jeb is the one who... Uh, is is destined, I think it's going to be Jeb and Rubio, not because I think people love him or anything, but how is he even running? How is he even taken seriously when I don't know. People, people must... Like George Bush. How can they even think about it? it? He was so... George Bush was so unpopular, and then on top of that, it's repugnant to Americans to think of like a hereditary monarchy. I mean, it's not a monarchy, but with the, uh, the power that the executive continues to amass, and then to put in the hereditary that overtly, there a lot of our presidents have been related, were cousins and stuff, the Roosevelt's, there were tons of people related <laughs> uh-huh. to them, and I think the Bushes are too, but to and so after all the Bushes yeah. and Clintons, no wonder Donald looks so good. I mean, and that's the funny thing is that when I did my list of order of the ten Republicans, top ten Republicans, Donald Trump was number three, and I was like, you know, it's really a reflection on the back seven. You know, it's really not a reflection, very much so, of Donald Trump. So. Uh, yeah, it's kind of funny like that, but he has definitely sparked a fire, and there's nothing fake about that. I mean, these, people were calling today. These are this is some heartfelt reaction. This is not a setup. David in Ackworth, you are on with Monica. Hey, Monica, how you doing? Good. How are you? Hey, listen. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna try to be calm here. I'm so amped up about this crap. Eric Erickson has given an end around for the Democrats. Because Donald Trump, if he feels so disrespected from this whole process, he's going to run as a third party, and Hillary wins. And it's Man, that would I mean, be... I, I mean, I, I, I like I said, Erickson is a host on WSB, and still anyone can say whatever they want, but I, I, am, I think his bread and butter is in the GOP. Why would he do that? Well, or you think it's an accident? 
I think he has a major ego because I go back to Herman Cain. He predicted Herman Cain would never be a factor. Herman Cain became a factor, and the only reason he didn't stay a factor was because the left story in the media, which is happening now. That was awful, what they did to Herman. That is sick. And so Megyn Kelly, and then, I mean, why didn't Eric Erickson let Donald Trump put his own foot in his mouth instead of instead of uh, alienating all his supporters. All his supporters are so infuriated right now. Yeah, that was the thing that I thought, that, not about Erickson, but I noticed it with Rand Paul, who was the only person who spoke out of turn. He was following the playbook of Fox by coincidence, I don't know, where he, in the debates, if you saw it, Rand Paul came out swinging and attacked Donald Trump. And it was weird to me because Donald Trump is the people's favorite. That's not what you want to do. Ron Paul attacked Herman Cain, which I I was kind of shocked by that because Herman's such a nice guy, but he attacked him because he had been a Fed governor. He didn't attack him with some scandal or anything like that. He attacked him because he was a Fed governor, which is where Ron Paul lives. So Rand Paul coming out against Donald Trump was was bizarre to me. And uh, and I think I don't I, I wouldn't go so far as to say the whole thing was a setup. But it it definitely seems to be some some major political theater. I'm going to Andy in Lake Oconee. Hey, Andy, you're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. This whole uh, Trump candidacy is right out of the Slick Willie Clinton playbook. What's happening is Trump's running around shooting his mouth off, hollering yeehaw, making Les Newcomb shoot him, whatever. And in the meantime, you hear nothing about Hillary Clinton's Benghazi episodes mm-hmm. or the or the servers, and then. To top it all off, the Republicans are paying for this, and they're not going to let Trump be the nominee. So he splits off to a third party. Hillary wins. It's called a Perot maneuver. Did you see the reports that Bill Clinton and Donald Trump had a conversation before Trump launched his presidential bid? Did you hear that? Well, of course he did. Uh, Trump is Clinton's candidate. It's easy to see. I mean, Hillary wins. You split the Republicans in half, and Hillary wins. Man, I'm always for a good alternative narrative. I'm not going to call it a conspiracy theory. I'm always for a good alternative narrative. But I think I'm going with uh, JQ's theory, which was that this is actually a GOP stunt because Fox is the one who's giving him all the airtime. Fox is giving him the PR, the free publicity, and has from the beginning. And I wrote an article about it like three weeks ago. Go to my website, MonicaPerezShow.com. It's called The Real Trump Trap. And and I pointed out that he's getting much more airtime from the right, from Fox, than from CNN. So what JQ had said was, this makes Jeb Bush, the plain vanilla candidate, look like, oh my goodness, thank goodness we have somebody this sober, this straight-laced, because they're going to have to pull something if they if Jeb is really the chosen one, because he has got an uphill battle to climb. There's just too much baggage from the Bush presidency, but we will. This will be interesting to watch unfold. I must admit, I'm not usually like voyeuristic like this. I want to see these personalities, but it's engaging because we will see. The proof will be in the pudding. What the plan really was, and there is a plan. In my opinion, there's pretty much always a plan. I'm going to Jason in Jonesboro. Hi, Jason. You're on with Monica. Hey, Monica. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. The other night, I watched the debate. And uh, I, I I knew it was going to beat up on uh, Donald Trump night because uh, as soon as it started, I was like, I would have loved to seen Donald come out and say, 
uh, you know, I'm not going to take an oath to a party. I'm going to take an oath to these people out here. And if he would have said that, that would have had me right there. I wouldn't care if he was running for a Democrat. I would have voted for him. And I've always been a Republican. And uh, Wow. You know, well, that would have been I, a great answer. But instead, his answer was 100% true to his personality. He said, and it was. my leverage is that you're afraid of me. So make me your guy. Or make me your enemy, but and and I mean that was really what he was saying, and I respected it. It was honest. It was clever. But if he had said yes, I I don't believe in the parties, that would have been awesome. I, I would have loved that. But yeah, and the Republicans need to look at this and understand. Here's Ben Carson and Herman Cain and Donald Trump, and they they were doing well in the polls, and none of them are politicians, and and the Republicans have taken over since the last election and what have we done we've done nothing and i think we're sending a message to them that they need to to get off their butts and do something well look here's here's the answer i am a libertarian when i saw what they were doing to ron paul who was a politician who was good at it who was polling high who would have gotten swing voters he could have won because he would have appealed to the anti-war left now a lot of people on the right don't like that but that's the reality and the fact that he was a real fiscal conservative hardcore guy who couldn't be bought defended the constitution defended the bill of rights all that stuff and the republicans threw him away with both hands because he would not commit to very expensive foreign interventions that seem to not make us safer, but all the while rack up debt, rack up interest payments for this country. You got to look at the big picture. Who who do they not, who will they not, it's worse than attacking like they did for, for yes, for um, Trump. It's ignoring, and that's really out of control. You know, that that's how they really get you uh defang you is if they completely ignore you when they start ignoring donald trump that's when i'm going to start thinking that he is for real in the meanwhile i'm trying to figure out the angles thank you so much for the call jason i uh i'm gonna get i'm gonna have time for quite a a couple of more calls after the break steve uh, hang on he has a conspiracy theory i'm gonna call it an alternative uh, an alternative theory of events. This is uh, Monica Perez. Stay tuned. Monica Perez on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. I am the Libertarian Voice on WSB. I'm normally on Saturday from 3 to 6. Tonight I'm on till 7. But I fin- I continue with this conversation all week long on my Facebook page, on my website. You can email me through there, monicaperezshow.com. Twitter at Monica Perez show just got another great tweet from Jeff. I've been I read a couple of his tweets ready. He said uh, just this is just a new idea I hadn't thought of. He said the GOP purposely got Obama elected by attacking Romney, who would have been a great president. And I think I don't want to insult you, Jeff, but I kind of think that you're sort of left leaning if I recall some of your previous tweets. So I'm very interested in. In that, so follow me on Twitter at Monica Perez Show. Maybe we can get Jeff to uh, tell us more of what he meant. But I've got time for more calls. I'm happy to say until seven, and I'm going to go to Steve in Athens. Hi, Steve. You're on with Monica. Hey, how you doing, Monica? Good. How are you doing? Wonderful. A uh, couple questions. Well, a couple statements to make first. Uh, I think Trump is busting up the party. Uh, because he's doing uh, previous donations with the uh, Democrat Party. Uh, he's 
donated to the Clinton's Foundation. And, yeah, that's going down a rabbit hole, but I don't think so, Eric ever. Hold on. Eric ever uh, I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm, you're saying that you think that he is a plant for the Clintons. I, I, think, I yeah. think so. Uh, Maybe. Eric should have uh, not disinvited him. He should have invited him and set up on the stage and actually asked him questions. Yeah, like uh-huh. Oprah did to that guy. She invited him on, the guy who, who wrote a book that duped her. And she's like, oh, yeah. come on, I'll let you explain yourself. And then she, like, went for the jugular. He could have done that. That would have been that would have been an exciting... Now, that would have been fun to talk about, that too. Would been, that would have been great. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. I, I think Eric missed his opportunity. Well... I think everything happened fast. I don't know how much uh, of this was anything, you know, I, I don't know. It just happened fast. I just don't know how well thought out. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, he yeah, did, know. you know, he asked the campaign to, to explain themselves, and they didn't. Yeah, maybe he should have brought him on and, and just uh, held his feet to the fire. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. I don't know. Him, he should have brought him to the red state and I have a feeling that this this conversation is not over, that we're going to hear more about it as the week progresses. I'm going to Helga in Lawrenceville. Hi, Helga. You're on with Monica. Oh, good evening, Monica. I'm on the same subject. I'm very upset with Eric Erickson. I don't think it was his place to disinvite the Donald. I think they want to get rid of Donald. That's very evident. And uh, he is definitely very connecting with the people of this country. Why? You know, and, and right when he said about the uh, Mexican illegals that are coming here, I came to this country and I did it the right way, so I know what I'm talking about. And uh, I don't, people don't feel like supporting illegals, you know, coming in our... It always ba- baffles my, boggles my mind how people want to support illegal immigrants as that, that they feel like the immigrant vote is going to go in favor of the candidate who wants to... I uh, work with illegals. I'm not making a judgment call. It just seems weird to me. Why do legals take the side of illegals? It could easily be what you do, which is say, hey, man, I, I fought the good fight. Why why should I uh, have to share the pie with those people? But let me ask you a quick question, Helga. Yeah, yeah. What do you think is about um, about the Donald that people are, are liking, that, that are they're loving? Well, because he, he, first of all, he says different things um, than the so-called politicians. The politicians are in there because they want power, they want to be reelected. I have a congressman that does diddly squats, and the Donald doesn't do that. He does not prostitute himself. He says, and that is why people are connecting with him right from the get-go. Because people that were down there uh, near the Mexican border, they've had all the years. Why didn't they do anything? Why are our borders open? Now, not only to illegals from there, but ISIS people and all the others that are slipping in here. You know, there were three tunnels dug from Mexico. Yeah, I think, I honestly think that there's reasons for um, the, I, I do think that there are reasons that we have the kind of immigration policies we have. I think it's intentional that we should uh, draw in people who are willing to come over illegally and then give them amnesty because that makes the voting base a lot less, you know, intelligent. So I think that that's actually intentional. So these guys who say they want to fix the problem, I don't believe it. And I do think that what 
Donald Trump does is he identifies the problems and puts some emotion on it. And But I, I really don't feel like anyone ever, even myself, is looking at his approach to the issues, what he thinks the real solutions are. And if he, the way he flip-flops, I doubt anything he comes up with now would even be on the table if he were president. And then he would, wouldn't even apologize for it. He'd just be like, hey, man, this is how business works. Things change. Got to go. <laughs> so I, it is quite a phenomenon. I'm going to Brandon and Monroe. Hi, Brandon. You're on with Monica. You with me, Brandon? Well, okay. I'm sorry, Brandon. I'm going to go to Linda in Tucker. Hi, Linda. You're on with Monica. Yeah, Monica, I have two points to make. It was in the paper this week that Eric is going to be leaving Red State because a competing company, media company, bought him out. He's going to stick with Cox. And plus, he's a contributor to Fox News, too. So I think that may play into it. You know, follow the money and the ego. And, you know, his Oh, future. so what are you saying? Wait, you got to spell it out for me because I'm that's news I'm to me. I'm saying that, okay, Eric's not going to be working for Red State definitely after this year because the competing media company bought him out. So that would be in conflict with Cox Enterprises. That's what the newspaper article said. Hmm. So Eric's going to be leaving Red State. So, so, so what? So you think he's... Torpedo. Well, he's also a contributor to Fox News. I'm just saying, you know, he defended me. Oh, 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 I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, you know, those really, that's a very, like, uh, mercenary explanation, and I sometimes those are the real ones. Like, I remember with Benghazi and Libya and Hillary bombing the crap out of Libya, and I remember thinking, is she doing this so that she can award, like, rebuilding contracts over there? Could this really just be about the money? I am not going to... I talked about this reference earlier, impute base motives to anybody here. I am not going to assume that these guys are doing anything for the money. It sounds like both of them seem to have emotions backing up what they're doing. And then, of course, you know, the consequences of your actions. It's going to be interesting. I am going to give James in Lawrenceville the last word. You have one minute, James. Yes, Monica, real quick, going down the rabbit hole, uh, I watch... Uh, this program uh, named Tom Hartman, this guy has a show on Free Speech TV, uber-progressive, uber Bernie Sanders supporter. He was saying on Friday that Fox obviously makes more money when there's a Democrat in the White House. You know, maybe Because uh, people are mad, and they get to talk about being mad yeah, instead exactly. of defending uh, the mistakes. Uh, like uh, with Boehner and uh, McConnell, I actually think that they feel like... I don't think they like uh, having the majority. I think, like, you know, the Tea Party gives them so much uh, crap that, you know... They, as long as they maintain their power and their positions, uh, they're happy with that. You know, they make their money. You know, one day they'll go off to lobby land, I guess. But I, well, I just really think that it's more about keeping power and making money. Listen, uh, Roger Ailes and uh, Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch, I mean, he's a tabloid guy, you yeah. know, from over in England and everything. And, you know, he's a showman, and it's all about making money and profit. And, yeah, they make more. Listen, I guess Sean Hannity something to gripe about. Well, I'll tell you, I could be. I do think that the Fox, I remember when they undercovered Operation Fast and Furious and they took Glenn back off the air in 2011 at the height of his pers- popularity because they said they wanted to take a less partisan tone. A year before 
the election to get Obama reelected. I mean, that was crazy. For if they really are trying to represent the right, that is the craziest thing I ever heard. So I I don't think they're ideological. There is something else going on. Maybe it's behind the scenes. Maybe it's just for profit. I don't know. But this is Monica Perez. I'll be back next Saturday from 3 to 6. And if you want to continue this conversation, follow me on Twitter at Monica Perez Show or check out my website, Facebook, MonicaPerezShow.com. Great conversation. Thank you so much. And uh, I'll be talking to you online. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.